Paul, it's the holidays, and uh, I just had a very holiday thing happen to me. All right, what's that? Well, I was like, well, I gotta get my, I gotta get my jingle bells. <laughs> but so I was, I was r- literally five minutes before we started our, uh, we got online together. Yeah, I was running around my apartment trying to find them, and. <laughs> I was like, they're in one of these boxes. But then I thought, if I just keep hitting stuff, (laughs) I will hear them. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. I like hit a bunch of boxes and open a closet. And that's, you know, that's how I found them. (laughs) So uh, I think that's that's how we're going to open, you know, just the equivalent of getting the Christmas decorations out of the out of the attic, but with musical instruments. So uh, who's first on this week's on this year's holiday episode of Ho Ho Hometown Sounds Fall? You got all the things in there. It's great. First up is attention here on Ho Ho Hometown Sounds.
Hey, welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC jingles. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra. <laughs> and that was a track by Attention called That's What I Want. This is the B-side to a single that came out in 2020. The single is called Christmas with Attention. You can stream or buy it on all the usual platforms. In case you are not familiar with Attention, they are the touring band supporting R&B singer Raheem Devon. I really love the the genre bending in that song. You know, it's hip hop, it's rock, a lot, a lot of you know, uniting, uniting the world of music. <laughs> Real, uh, really enjoy that uh, drum fill at the end there. Really yep. got got noodly and fun. It was great. I just do 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 do. I was like, that's the first song right there. <laughs> <laughs> they are holding down a new open mic night on Monday nights at the Public Option. And they wrote this about it. This will be a night of singing, rapping, comedy, and spoken word. So if you are a singer, rapper, comedian, or poet, please make your way here. Attention, the live band will be providing music. If you are interested in performing, please sign up upon arrival. We do this old school style. Love that. Love that. Love that. Uh, so, Paul, what we're going to do on this episode is uh, one of my favorite traditions. Because uh, as you you said so eloquently many times, that the holidays are all about tradition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the things I remember that you said on this podcast. Um, <laughs> and so through this episode, we are going to be going through Tony's holiday cheer. All the great holiday, holiday stuff that I've identified. And we're going to start here with a uh, really sweet story. And a lot of this is... This is from a uh, Washington Post article that published on the 10th like mm. of December, just a yep. little bit earlier this month. For the past nine years, George Dowling has dreaded December. Once his favorite month since losing his wife, Lucille, to Alzheimer's in 2013, Christmas is now a trying time. Lucille lived for the holiday season. She decorated their Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving and adorned their Pawtucket, Rhode Island home with festive trimmings and Christmas cookies that were constantly coming out of the oven. She was Christmas, uh, George said of his wife, who he was married to for 70 years. She did everything big, all the cooking and baking. After Lucille's passing, December became a difficult month for George and his daughter, Susan, brainstormed ways to cheer up her father. Dad loves getting mail, Susan said. I thought maybe... Some Christmas cards would make him happy. She called out to her family and friends on Facebook, asking people to send her father a Christmas card. To her delight, they did. That first year, he got about 30, and and they did a great job of bringing George holiday cheer. After a couple years of declining card numbers, this year, Susan and her daughter put out the word earlier to social media, and in eight days, George received more than 10,000 cards (laughs) delivered via the USPS. Wow. It's just going on and on. We're averaging 2,000 cards a day. 2,000 a day. <laughs> what? How big a mailbox do you need for that? You need like I, a, a tractor trailer. I, so there was a photo of the letter carrier and she's just bringing, she's, she's surrounded by several, you know, big plastic bins of Christmas cards. That's an awesome. So, uh. And that's some that's some holiday reading right there. Love it. Yeah. Um, so Paul, actually, uh, tell me what's uh, how's your holiday season going? Oh, it's so busy. It's so busy. So much to do. Um, you know, luckily this year we seem to have moved past the the office holiday party, which uh, I'll be honest, I was not never a big fan of the office holiday party. Um, sometimes it it, it kind of got a little out of hand. Out of uh, hand. What does that mean? Oh my gosh. Um, they would, they would rent out like a bar downtown 
and there would be like a really, really loud DJ. And I, I, I enjoyed me some DJing, but like you're there with your, you want to socialize. And it was, it was too loud to do that. There was an ice luge for shots. And I'm like, these are my coworkers. We don't need to get that crazy here. But uh, yeah, it was never, never my thing, never my scene. So I'm kind of happy that that tradition maybe has, has gone by the wayside because there's so many other things to do. I uh, got some holiday sing-alongs. Um, you're saying you're going to a sing-along? I'm going to a holiday sing-along. Um, we did that eh, a couple years ago, I think. Some friends of ours put it on, and uh, it's it's really during fun. COVID. Um, I think maybe it was before COVID, <laughs> and then we did it online during COVID. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, uh, it didn't work as well, but we, the spirit was there, and I'm really excited to get back to that. And uh, yeah, and then the family's coming into town. Uh, my little three-year-old nephew's coming into town, and really excited to see him again. Do you know what he's getting for Christmas? Uh, well, you know, three years old is a little like you. You want to get a couple presents, but you're not like super into the presents. So there's going to be some money contributed to the college fund, you know. And I, that's the most Paul. That's the most Vodra. Yeah, like like Christmas present ever from from Dad, the financial planner. There you go. Compound interest. Learn about it. It's going to save your butt. So yeah, there you go. I. The wire cutter now has like gift guides for every age. Yes. And I have used those gift guides and I have scored home runs. Oh, yeah. With some of those choices. Mm. Uh, what are you giving this year, Paul? Um, what am I giving this year? Um, not a lot. Uh, we're really trying to sort of, you know, like, oh, I, mean, I just moved earlier this year and I still have stuff in boxes. I'm like, I, do I need anything else? Do I? No, I don't need anything else. Um, trying to keep things really light and easy. Uh, my girlfriend and I just got each other a new television as like a shared little home upgrade because uh, it's been, you know, five, six years since we had a brand new television. Is it mounted on the wall? It, this is here's the thing. It's been so busy. It is still in its box. It was a Black Friday thing and we haven't even had time to take it out of the box to make sure it didn't shatter on the way or something. So fingers crossed on that. But um, I think we're just going to put it on on the entertainment center. The wall mounting, it just seems really hard. But, you know, maybe it's a possibility. So we're just really trying to keep things light and easy. How about you, man? Well, the the gift, the stocking stuffer mm-hmm. I've been giving that, that I gave to you and your girlfriend, too, yeah. are these little, these tiny little glasses cleaning mitts. <laughs> yep. And they, I mean, like, they're great for anyone, regardless, because, like, even if you don't wear glasses, you probably have sunglasses. Everybody needs sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the future's so bright. I got to wear shades. <laughs> ah! oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've... I've been uh, just passing those out because, and they are called "Be Smudge Free." That's the name <laughs> of the item. It's beautiful. And because I because I want I want all the spe- the important people in my life. I want their lives to be smudge free. Yeah, don't we all? Uh, yeah, just uh, clarity, sight, um, you know, all that, all that great stuff. I want you. To- I want you to see this Christmas. You'll see. You'll see if it's the last thing I do. Uh, so who's next on this week's podcast, Paul? Next up is our friends Astravia.
our great dear friends Astravia with a track called A Christmas Spirit, continuing their tradition of doing a holiday song every year. Is that correct now, Paul? Yeah, they've been doing it for a few years now. And we, of course, have featured many of them on the podcast. And uh, what a great tradition. I love it. Yeah, also, I love the uh, the unexpected chord it ends on. <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely an interesting um, take on the the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol, Ghosts of Christmas, Past, Present, and Future. Um, there is a music video that we premiered for this that sort of illustrates that perhaps a little bit um, more clearly. That's what that was. I did not understand that at all watching that music video. So okay, you're, oh, you're in an audio medium, Tony. You're talking about a video, but okay. Yeah. But anyway, so first, I need to share. That I didn't know that was Olivia the whole time. I thought so. Olivia, so is in. There's a person wearing a beard. And yeah. I was like, that's Jared, right? Nope. With, and I, was like, I guess. Are you wearing a beard? If you have a beard, hmm. um, and I did not realize that that was Olivia until I read the note in in our Google Doc here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I gave them a plus for the costume department in that video. And uh, they were very kind and asked us to premiere the music video, which we did a few days ago. And, uh, you know, uh, love them, love them, love their, love their spirit. And the doo-wop kind of feel the for that song. The doo-wop, the Yeah, you know, like, that's it's classic. Yep. So, Paul, are you ready for another piece of, of uh, Tony's holiday cheer? I'm ready for it. Okay, well, hang on, let me get some fine Foley work, if I do say so myself. Uh, Paul, what are your thoughts on candy canes? They're kind of hard to eat. Like the shape of them is really dumb. Yeah. And then they turn into just like prison shivs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll be more likely to like spear your, your cheeks. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think I've had a candy cane since maybe the eighth grade. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, because also it's just the you can feel them destroying your teeth as well. Yep. You know, I, I'm well past the time of of like some chewy sugary thing that being a satisfying mouth activity like so yeah i'm done with them <laughs> all right but, but i'm going to tell you about a new spin on the classic holiday treat that i heard about on a podcast a few weeks back are you ready ready caesar salad candy canes oh my god yes what? candy canes that taste like caesar salad Wow. A, they are a product from Archie McPhee, which is a Seattle-based novelty dealer and retail outlet, kind of like a joke shop where you go get ice cubes with flies in them and whoopee cushions and mm. rubber chickens. They, they include this description on the product page. Why did we make Caesar salad candy canes? People often question the flavors and existence of our candy canes, and we cleverly justify them. However, this one is beyond justification. It's a package of six candy canes that taste like Caesar salad. A little creamy, a little lettucey, and a tiny bit of anchovy. Don't ask why, just try it. Each candy cane is a five and one quarters inch tall with light and green, light and dark green stripes. And uh, I'd also like to share some other absurd candy cane flavors available from Archie McPhee. Ketchup. Pickle. Yes, yes, I want the pickle. Pickle's cool. I, I, it's yeah. cool. Like, oh, man, a pickleback? So much fun. Uh, it's it's like throwing your mouth at a time warp. Uh, <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> no. Now, does a hot dog candy cane taste like a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Combine the jokes, Tony. Kale. Yep, sure. Sardine. No. 
All right, here's a change. That real, real, real coming around sharp left turn here. Yeah. Brisket. What? And finally, kind of traditional, I, I, sour cream and onion, comparatively, you know? Right. Why not? Why not? Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Uh, give the gift of uh, Caesar salad candy canes this Christmas. So uh, on that note, here here's a, this is a legitimate thing that I have done in the past. There, Are you familiar with a store called Rocket Fizz? No. Okay. So Rocket Fizz, I think it's a little chain. There's one in this area in, in the Alexandria neighborhood. And it's a candy shop, but also like a soda shop. Um, like they sell all the weird, weird flavors of soda that you can possibly imagine. And if there's somebody in your life and you have no idea what to get them, go to Rocket Fizz and get them some weird soda because it's consumable, it's a laugh, and they're probably going to hate it, but whatever. Um, there <laughs> there was a, a, um, a, a former coworker and friend of my girlfriend's and um, loved ranch dressing. So we got her mm. some ranch dressing soda. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> um, it was received with good cheer. And then at a dinner, like nine months later, she brought it to the dinner and then we all consumed it together. We all tried it together and everybody hated it. But I, I drank the whole thing. You wait, is it like on a dare? Like, why did you and, and how much was it, by the way? How much um, did you drink? Um, I mean, it was like a bottle of soda and everybody else had like, you know, a couple sips and and I, I drank the rest of the thing because, you know, it tasted really weird, but it was still a sweet soda and I'll drink a sweet soda pretty much no matter what flavor it is. Hmm. How about that? You heard it here first, folks. Paul Vodra will drink a soda. Oh, that's funny. That rhymes. Cool. <laughs> Who's next on this week's show, Paul? Next up is Why Told.
That was called Walking in the Air by electric cellist Whitehold, and the first thing in the document says in all caps, Snowman Song. Yes, uh, that is the case, uh, because like I, I saw this on, actually, let, let's give a shout out to the Listen Local First uh, holiday playlist. It's which pretty is extensive. I, yeah, uh, it's been going on. It's, a, it's another holiday tradition, <laughs> um, but... I saw this and I was like, oh, dang, it's the snowman song because so this 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 track walking in the air. This is a new version of the song that Y told originally released back in 2012 on his holiday themed EP. Do you hear what I hear? The original version of this song was written by Howard Blake for the 1982 animated film The Snowman, which is a season favorite on British and Finnish television. Uh, the story tells the fleeting adventures of a young boy and a, and a snowman who has come to life. And I just I remember and I'm like, I don't remember how I first ran into walking in the air. I think it was grade school. I think I saw it in grade school because I remember because there's, there's one more note that the original song was performed by a choir boy mm-hmm. named Peter Audi. Sure. Uh, for St. Paul's Cathedral. And I remember the I'm walking in the air. <laughs> like, but then I'm like, was it really in grade school or did I just find out about it? somewhere else in adulthood through to the internet like some real borderline <laughs> mandela effect here you know mm, all right yeah but uh actually now we're going to talk a little bit more about snowmen oh okay so in the u.s when uh, one is in the unfortunate you know ex- you know circumstance of of being in uh, the presence of a life or death emergency you know either themselves or someone else you dial 911 now, in Britain, merry old, jolly old Britain, the number you dial is 999, which, in my opinion, is better because you don't have to move your finger to the top of the left of the phone. Like, what if you're in a position where you could not do that? Like, you're weak. You're losing consciousness or something. You just have to go tap, tap, tap and not move. You know, you don't have to expend that that finger calorie. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so we're going to listen to a 999 call from uh, uh, jolly old Britain, isn't it? And um and then we're gonna just have a little chats about it. So this is a, a whole nine 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 call from the UK. Uh, Paul, I'm gonna put that on for us now. Police emergency. Hello, I need the police, please. Okay, what's happening? Well, what happened was is there's been a theft from outside my house. Okay, when did this occur? Well, I'm not sure exactly because I ain't been out to check on him for about five hours. But I went out about five minutes ago to have a fag, and he's gone. So it could be in the last five hours, but I know there's CCTV up before. Who's gone, sorry? My snowman. Right, your snowman's been stolen? Yeah. Right, okay, in the last five hours? Well, four to five hours, I can't be sure exactly. And what do you mean? What, a snowman actually made out of snow or an ornament? No, he's made out of snow, I made him myself. Right, okay. He had two of my teaspoons in his arms and money on his face. I'm not being funny, I know it's only a snowman, but I thought it'd be fine. What was it being icy in that? People ain't been walking up and down the road. It ain't a nice road, but at the end of the day, you don't expect someone to nick your snowman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, regarding the uh, disappearance of a snowman, Paul, is it theft or is it kidnapping? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just climate change. Yeah, also, uh, so some backstory here. I looked up the weather for that date. It looks like it's also very possible that the snowman just melted. <laughs> just melted. <laughs> so, uh, you know, put your put your ring camera, keep your ring cameras trained on your snowman, folks. Uh, yep. Who's next on this week's podcast, Paul? Next up is Kaz. 
That was Kaz with a track called Happy Holidays. Oh, what a, it's a classic sentiment. <laughs> it's a new single by soul and ska singer Kaz Gardner, which you can buy on Bandcamp for $1. We last featured Kaz on the podcast back in 2017 with the song It's Gonna Be Alright. And I just gotta say, like, I love the positive vibes from Kaz. Positive vibes. And just, oh, the robust squeal. Like, oh my God, like, what a soul singer, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, my goodness, you know? And also, so something I, I think I say every holiday podcast is that I just, I think that Christmas songs are, are are just a fun, you know, blank slate for just making other good songs, new good songs. And yeah. this, this, is an, this is an occasion of that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, Paul, it's, it's time for another piece of Tony's holiday cheer. Uh, Paul, I'm going to ask you a question. Tell us about a memorable Christmas gift you've received ever. Mm. The one that somehow like just pops into my mind was like a it was like a cardboard rocket ship, like like kind of a cardboard box, but it was assembled in the shape of a rocket ship. And um, I just that was like so overwhelming when I came downstairs in the morning and there were presents, but then there was you can't wrap that. It was like, right. you know, as tall as I was. Then it was just brightly colored, uh, simple, right? Just cardboard painted. But it was a oh, man. That was beautiful. How old were you? Oh, man. <sighs> Five or six, I'm guessing, you know, like pretty young. What I what I like about this is that when you said that it was about as tall as you were, because it sounds like it wasn't too far away from when you were an Ewok for Halloween. <laughs> That's true. I was an Ewok. Actually, I had a hot take about Ewoks the other day. I think uh-huh. that Ewoks get more shade than than they deserve. Like when you compare really? them against other like kid bait from the era of like stuff in Dark Crystal or labyrinth, like they're really cloying stuff. Ewoks, resourceful, cute, like look look like stuffed animals. Like they, they help take out the shield generator. <laughs> and yes. I remember my parents taped the Ewok Adventures TV movie for me. Oh yeah. And uh oh I loved like seeing that family. Oh man, I was like, that's 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 high adventure right there. Uh, but uh well, that's a great gift story, Paul. And actually, I'm going to tell you a little something about a gift, a Christmas gift I received that I was, I think, about the exact same age. And it was the Christmas when I received a Game Boy. Yes. And I was reminded of this that a handful of months ago when I was hanging out with my dad, I think for his birthday, and that he uh, said, the thing that I said that he always remembers is that when I opened the Game Boy, I said, this is going to change my life. <laughs> No exaggeration. Yeah, none of them. And also what I was impressed by is that I can remember the first six Game Boy games I received and they were Super Mario Land. Yep. Tetris. Yep. Mega Man, Dr. Wily's Revenge. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mario. Classic. Which also has great music, by the way. Uh, Metroid <laughs> 2, which was really hard and like mm. also like it with on like grayscale, like just difficult, you know? Yeah. And finally, Balloon Kid, which I think is right for a reboot. Wow. I've never heard of that one. Oh, it's fun. I, like, I mean, you, I mean, because it kind of combines floating and just the fun, the fun element of balloons. Like those are like yeah. the coins and stuff. And nice. Give you powers. It's great. Anyway, so who's next on this week's podcast, Paul? Next up is another friend of ours, Artemis. 
Hard to believe we're just a couple of weeks away from Kwanzaa. The seven-day-long celebration follows the Harvest Festival traditions of West Africa. And Lindra Dasu Collins is the general manager and co-owner of Culture Connection 360. She's here to tell us more about the holiday and how you can create special memories for your family this year. A lot of folks don't celebrate Kwanzaa, but they should, shouldn't they? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara. This is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara. This is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara. This is spiritual. Unity, giving gifts in the physical, connecting us to heritage. This is critical. Corporate economics, self-determination, a special occasion. Pouring these libations, walking by faith, living for a purpose. A toast to the ancestors. Thank you for your service. Acknowledging we're responsible for each other. I win, you win. I do this for my brothers. I do this for my sisters. I do this for my mothers. I do this for my fathers. No doubt I love us. Red for the blood. Black for my people. Green for the land. Everything is regal. Habarigani, I'm living out my truth. Celebrating Kwanzaa, welcoming the fruits. Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara, this is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara, this is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Mutually refuted, it used to be exclusive in the community, but you can see that you're included in the choice for commits to act heavily. Helps me reconnect, form a black therapy. On the sixth day, my stomach empty for Karamu, and it keeps me calm to knowing Kuwaita later. I don't know, Swahili well, so help me improve. I just know that it's rep with the healthiest fruit. Need economics to cooperate. Got the faith created with some unity. It got me late. Responsibility, self determination, finding a purpose. Help regurgitating the meaning of it all keeps me evolving. I won't fall off revolving on the axis of the planet while it got me a check. Grounded down to earth, yeah, it got the effect. Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara, this is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara, this is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. For family, can it be that it is plentiful? Seven letters, seven days, seven principles. Light up the Kanara, this is spiritual. For community, all that, not individual. That was Artemis featuring Ryan Lucas with a track called Seven Principles. And all I want for Christmas is Artemis. <laughs> I I think we've been doing the holiday music roundup spectacular episode for, you know, like 10 years or so. Played dozens of holiday songs by DC musicians. Pretty sure we've never played one about Kwanzaa before. And I think it's about time, which is why I decided to include this song in the podcast. I love it. <laughs> this is from the new holiday-themed album, The Winter Gold Brick Olympian, that just dropped on December 16th. You can buy it now on Bandcamp. Uh, Ar- Artemis released a, a, a solo album just a couple months ago and then took on this challenge just a couple months later to do the whole album with the holiday theme. Got a bunch of people together 
to collaborate with, enlisted Height Keach, his longtime producer, who's produced a lot of other great stuff from him. And uh, this came out on a Baltimore label called Cold Rhymes Records. And as Tony said, it features Ryan Lucas, who is a music producer creates music to shed light on the pleasure and pain that comes with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is his hope that these thoughts and musings encourage this listener to seek only the best that life has to offer and recognize the power within themselves to be the change the world is looking for. And you know, I got to be honest with you. Um, I, I knew that Kwanzaa existed, but I didn't really know much I about it. I don't know anything about it. Until yeah. Now. Like, I appreciated the... Like, this was a great primer on the subject. Um, yeah, so Kwanzaa is the annual celebration of African-American culture that lasts from December 26th to January 1st, culminating in a festival called Karamu, usually on the sixth day. It was created by an activist back in 1966 to celebrate African heritage. And, uh, you know, I think it's really awesome that Artemis included that in the album. And I was listening to it last night, wondering what song I want to pick. And I heard that one. I said, yep, that's it. That's the one I want to pick. Woot, woot, bright lights, y'all. <laughs> Artemis, just hardest working guy, and I like oh all the heart, all of the heart. Love you, man. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you have subscribed to it in the podcast app of your choice. You know, maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's uh, iTunes. No, that's not a thing anymore. Maybe it's the Apple Podcast app. Oh, the worst. Yeah, remember maybe the it's- time when it was decent. Remember the time when there were like the reels going on like the old tape mm-hmm. machine? I was like, I'm oh not using goodness. this app anymore. This is dumb. But I think like, it's on like episode three of Planet Money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're old. Um, yeah, but all the podcast apps you can think of, uh, Hometown Sounds should be on it. And of course, if you're still doing social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at Hometown Sounds. I heard website, people leaving Twitter. I don't know. You know, is Twitter just going to leave us? I mean, man, who knows? We don't, I'll be honest with you, we don't tweet that much, but we like to tweet when there's a new episode. Now, I see it's it's actually historically been my, I think, my social media platform of choice. Yeah. Also, I'm upset because I don't follow Elon Musk, but when I open Twitter, it still puts his tweets in front of me. Yeah, that's not cool, dude. Yeah, not not cool, man. Like, so I just, I am, I am out for right now. All right. Well, you and a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, and maybe us someday soon. Who knows? I, I'm just sort of hoping that it collapses so I don't have to make a decision. But I don't want it to collapse because I kind of like Twitter. I kind of like looking. Dude, there's some stuff on Twitter that I like to see. And, oh, you know? it's the, I like it's the best for just short form content. That's not that's isn't necessarily pictures. You can still do a good joke. Right. You know, like, oh, and, and with less vanity, you know? Yeah. We do have a website. It's uh, hometownsoundsdc.com. And we have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. So send us your music, holiday or otherwise. <laughs> uh, but of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. And we're going to play one last song for you on this episode. We're going to go back in time a little bit to 2006 with a song by Honky Tonk Confidential. 2006. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know this song was that old. <laughs> this is from the album Who Gets the Fruitcake This Year? The song we've chosen is called Crabs for Christmas. It's very Maryland. I mean, geez. It's very Maryland. And like, actually, Paul, what's your relationship with crabs? Like eating them? Um, okay. I enjoy eating like a crab cake. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, here's here's what I remember. Uh, a long time ago, my girlfriend at the time, like 20 years ago, her family had a, a river cottage down in like Southeast Virginia. River cottage are not two words I'd ever thought of together. River cottage. It was a cottage like kind of right on the water and, and there were a lot of crabs there. And the thing to do there is you get the crab nets and you just go out and catch the crabs just with the nets 
just crawling along. It was really fun. And then they would cook them and eat them, but I was like, I'm not eating that. It yeah. was like, what? yeah, it's like a biology class. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to no, do that. The combination of taking apart a thing, you know, as an, I, I subscribe firmly to the, I don't think of my food, you know, as in the proteins as their previous, you know, their previous living forms. Yeah. I don't, I don't like as in, it's, I mean, I think it's the same thing as like lobster. Like I'll, I'll do a lobster, lobster tail. Awesome. Lobster bisque. Oh my God. Uh, but like crabs, you know, I remember going to ocean city and the, the, you know, the crab place with like the picnic tables outside with the large, large rolls of paper yeah and the pitchers of soda (laughs) and the mallets and like actually something else that i learned from a co-worker we were we we, i don't know how we ended up talking about crabs as well but just a couple of weeks ago he was like yeah and then you you get all these cuts on your fingers from all the from all the all the spikes and ridges on the on the crab yeah and I i mean that's another reason just oh my god ugh. But he, he said also that he's in that he's in that group of people who is also allergic to shellfish. So uh, he what? loves them so much <sighs> and then eats them with an EpiPen nearby. No. <laughs> I have zero sympathy for those people. I know. Um, but anyway, with that, uh, we are going to go out on a Tony's final piece of holiday cheer. And it goes back to uh, Paul. What's the name of the album title again? Who gets the fruitcake this year? Yep. So I would like to let everyone know about a new holiday-themed flavor of Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Oh, my God. The fine folks at Mountain Dew and parent company PepsiCo encourage us to celebrate the season with a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor. And I, I did see this, like, as of, like, last month. It was like, well, that's... That's something uh, in the in the grocery store. So a tiny bit of backstory on April 28th of this past uh, of 2022, PepsiCo filed a trademark for Fruitquake titled Mountain Dew Fruitquake. Mountain Dew Fruitquake was officially released in stores on November 1st and will be available in stores through the U.S. for a limited time this holiday season. PepsiCo will cease production and shipment of Mountain Dew Fruitquake after December 31st. But don't worry, PepsiCo already has next year's holiday dew on lock. For the holidays next year, they'll be releasing Mountain Dew Cobra Cane, which is Mountain Dew with a blast of artificial candy cane flavor. I just miss Mountain Dew Code Red. All right. So uh, leave you with that, folks. Uh, uh, I I think we all get the fruitcake this year with with Mountain Dew. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. Happy holidays. And we'll see you all next time. In a department store north of Houston. Santa Claus on Christmas Eve In a minute he knows The front door will close And that tired old Santa can pack up and leave Then a big fella comes out of nowhere And puts himself on Santa's knee Well the whole place went dead When they heard what he said He said, Santa, I appreciate you listening to me Christmas.
Christmas wish will come true. Well, the Santa Claus started for sparring, and he felt like he was in some pain. As his right leg grew stiff, he asked the man if he'd take just a moment and kindly explain. And he said, Santa, see, I'm from Merlin, and them crabs is what I'm itching for. And you know, Santa, dear, the steam crabs with a beer would be just like a trip back to old Baltimore. Baltimore! Oh, I want crabs for Christmas. Oh, only crabs will do. Oh, I want crabs for Christmas. My Christmas wish will come true. It's not so odd But there's no crabs till May So just hop on my sleigh We'll head to New England And get you some scrod No, not scrod Oh, I want crabs for Christmas Hey, my Christmas wish will come true.